everybody back to episode two of the making enemies podcast <laughs> I don't know. making enemies amongst the three of us yeah maybe maybe the name will be the thing that pulls us apart um i'm chris with me as always uh are uh russ hello and dave hello and uh again welcome back to the show thanks for putting up with the first one and I don't know, you must be a glutton for punishment to come in for the second one, but here we are, nonetheless. We're back, um, hey, how you doing? Oh, what's going <laughs> on? How you doing? You let yourself in the back? <laughs> Who wouldn't want more of that? Come on. I could. We could do an entire podcast in character as whatever <laughs> that is. Well, we have, to, especially if we're doing movies and TV shows, we have to have some impressions and stuff. I mean, that kills. The- come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I was dying for those listening, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> the Pacino worst impressions always, He makes an, epi- an appearance every time. <laughs> Mr. Al Pacino. <laughs> the Pacino cast. <laughs> um, I think what we wanted to do for this episode was, because it's still early, it's early days, uh, was to sort of continue to introduce ourselves to the listening audience out there in terms of like, our preferences, the things we like, the way we describe the things that we like. Um, we started with TV shows. Uh, we listed our top three television shows, uh, our favorites in the first episode. Um, you know, a lot of good debate on that one. Yeah, it's good. Controversial picks. Not really. <laughs> I'm wondering how much chalk is going to be on this this one. Chalk versus some Prizes. rarities, some weird ones. Well, we'll probably get into the rules and like how we picked the ones that we picked when we get there. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking when we got, when we did the TV one, I went first. I said my number three show of all time was Lost and Dave, I think, fell out of his chair. <laughs> but I can't tell if was that shtick or was I, that real? You, you, <laughs> it, 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 I was prepared to do that no matter what you said. Yeah, then, I, so, see, I knew I, it. So I, I knew it. I, I started that. And then when I realized, when I, my brain digested what you said, then I meant it. Then it was real. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, yeah, definitely not into that choice. I listened back. You, were so, you sounded so offended. And I like, was I don't even think you got the T of lost out. And you were like, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, lost. No, no, no. So um, expect more of that. Yeah, a lot more of that. Hopefully we won't have as much overlap on this one. I think there will be, but I have a feeling that the order uh, is going to be a lot different. So we started with TV shows. We're going to move into movies now. And in order to sort of narrow it down and be semi-relevant for 2020, um, we're going to focus specifically on like superhero movies. Um, With the caveat, these are our, probably our favorite. They're not objectively the best uh if you ask anyone anyone else on this podcast they're they're objectively (laughs) the best as as much as any of the other fucking list on the internet i mean (laughs) what do we we know we know as much as they do god damn right we do um so we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna stick with superhero movies 
We're going to do our top tens, but in order to give ourselves time to recuperate a little bit, we're going to do 10 to 6. And then next episode, a teaser already. Teaser. For the next episode, 5 to 1. So you got you to gotta stick with us the whole we way We like to tease you out. a little, give you a little diddle, you know, Ooh. whenever you want it. <laughs> just just a little. Bring you back next time. Just a wink, a little flirt. Keep coming back. Um, little that's it. Taint, Again. little taint tickle. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Um, do we need to talk at all about whatever imaginary rules we came up with for ourselves for this list? And I'm pretty sure I didn't follow them, but go for it. Basically, uh, my thought was just to exclude any ones that aren't like it's not there's a lot of movies that are based on comics but are not technically superhero movies so everyone i think knows what a superhero movie is it's the avengers it's batman it's the main the main like protagonists that you know from comic book history and have now began to dominate the box office for the last 10 years so but they're excluding stuff like uh sin city or 300 which are also based on comics but they're not superhero in my opinion. So, and I think you guys semi agree to it. Yeah, I, I'm aligned with that. Like there's, there's a comic book movie, which is really like a ton of stuff. Yeah. Like Scott Pilgrim versus the world is a comic book movie, but yep, there's yep. 0% chance it's on anybody's list. Unless I don't know you at all. And there's a um, shit ton that you don't even know were based on comics. Like, well, me, you might, but the general public might not like from hell is based on a comic that, Hughes Brothers movie about Jack the Ripper. That's a comic book. So we're, those are so not like, going to be on these lists. So Lawrence, my son, for those that don't know, and I were actually having this conversation on a dinner, talking a little bit about what we we're diving into. And he had asked the question, what actually defines a superhero movie? What was his answer? What was, I'm sorry? What was his answer? Oh, he, he asked me the question. You know, it's like when I kind of said we're doing this exercise, I'm curious what his was. And, you know, he asked that definitive question. And I, I said, well, I think in general sense, there's typically a character with some sort of power. And it's usually a good versus evil story. I mean, it sounds really small and confined, but I, how else would you describe it? And, of course, I'm saying this in my number 10 movie is... is probably not fitting into this category. <laughs> well, the only, the only thing I would find fault with that is that is the power thing, but like Batman has no powers, but he's still okay, a superhero. But it also, but it, it, and some of the movies you're saying that we're like cutting out technically have some of the elements I've described that would make it one. Right. But do you guys, do you guys read comics? Do you read graphic novels? Are you like, I mean, you're I huge. Do. Literary people. Russ does. Do. Okay, I, 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 yeah, I think I'm the only like comic book dork out of us. Uh, like, I grew up collecting comics, reading comics like constantly. I spent all of my like lunch money on comics when I was a kid. I have like about twelve long boxes of comics in my <laughs> closet right next to me here, and I have I actually have a, a few uh, pretty, you know, nice back uh silver age issues that are worth you know a decent amount of money like i have an iron man number one from like 1960 61 in like almost mint condition so 
Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a reader. I can't say I, I've kept up with it, though, but. Well, they make comics now about anything. Like I remember like Lawrence went through a phase. We would go to the comic book shop, but then we would walk out and he would have two issues of a SpongeBob comic. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, they obviously still do all the series that I used to read, but I haven't kept up with it, to be honest with you. Um, there was a period maybe 10 years ago where they like really started to fucking suck ass. And at one point I was like, you know what? Why am I wasting all this fucking money on comics? Like, and then that's basically when the era of our list started. <laughs> right when that period when I like gave up on comics, Iron Man came out, <laughs> which is my favorite character. It happens to be just my favorite character ever. I have like almost every issue of Iron Man since like the beginning of the series up until, you know, 10 years ago, at say, because that's kind of why I quit. So that was pretty exciting <laughs> since, yeah. And it yeah, was I mean, good. I, I, <laughs> I, I've never like really been into them. I've only been into superheroes so much as like TV and movies uh, have, have told me to be like a lot of, fr- I have a couple friends that are, are like way more into them um, and have recommended several different series or a run by a certain author or artist. And I'll read i mean, you know i'll get into i'll read those a little bit or someone will be like you have to read all of year one like batman year one or right. or um like the infinity war um you know not like the whole thing like that run right um, and i'll read them and i'll go like oh cool okay and then i'll or Watchmen, right like i'll just i'll just read all of Watchmen. 100 percent, yeah. yeah and then i never go back to them i'm never like oh i need more of this i try to read like off i don't say off-brand ones but lesser known ones like uh, why the last man someone was like that's really really good and one of the writers huh, was a writer on lost um, uh, can't be good then <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just never been a thing and like I, I even find that when i'm reading comics my eyes are kind of all over the place like uh, i don't know if this is a a recent thing because everyone my attention is just de- decimated at this point but i can't like stay focused like cell to cell on a graphic novel like a page it's just like I look at the first thing I'm supposed to look at, and then I look at the bottom right to see where we're going, and then Holy I kind shit. of work my way around, and I'm like, "That's oh. a cool picture," and uh, I miss the conversation. I have to go back. I'm a disaster when it comes to them. So, decline um, of Western civilization, right there. That was it. You watched it. <laughs> I've, I've been you can't watching even it pay attention it. to one page. <laughs> <laughs> useless. Uh. So yeah, it's not really been my thing. However, because I mean, superheroes have been so rammed down everyone's throat for so long. In other media, like I feel perfectly capable of talking to this list of movies. Right, everyone can watch a movie anyway. Yeah, unless you just hated comic move movies, you you would be out of your element right now. But if you, as long as you've seen them and liked them and whatever, you're fine. I think that I think that thing about in in like I don't know, snot like highbrow media journalism or whatever. They're like, oh, fucking superhero movies. That's it, right? Like. I think that's some fucking bullshit. That's like, crap. You go to the movies because like they're fun. And yeah, you can go to the movies because they're great artistic experiences and be really moved and touched. I understand that. But come on, the majority of the movies. Give me that popcorn. Give me yeah. those explosions. Let's do this. It's like any genre. It's like anything. There's amazing ones and there's fucking piece of shit ones. It's uh, Come on, half the list of the Oscar nominated movies I would never watch. So... Not every movie is going to be Schindler's List. Sorry. (laughs) 
but there's been some like epic mainly nolan comic book movies that are <laughs> incredible so spoiler spoiler yeah but i mean i'm a, obviously a huge fan i've seen probably 99.9 percent of every comic book related movie ever made so if i if i call it down to 10 those 10 i think are are excellent so tops yeah in in general not just because they're comic book movies just because they're good movies plus they're getting amazing actors in the in these things now where they didn't before it was before it was uh Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher now it's like well that's where the money is at so they'll follow I mean like you become Thor you're fucking like you're done right you're made in the shade you're made right exactly Never have to work again. Do you ever think though that maybe they were good because they started to have un- get unknown character uh, actors that were that ended up being good, or retreads like Robert Downey Jr. Because <laughs> did you know where Chris Hemsworth was before Thor? No, I did. I did not. Um, that's a good point. Like I, I remember before when they announced that they were doing Wonder Woman, I was. I was like, please don't yep. fucking cast like one of, like China or one of these UFC. Like, don't don't have oh, like Jesus. Ronda Rousey or Gina Carano, <laughs> the Ghost of China. That was forever ago. I don't know if that was being announced. A Night in China alive. was her big. Uh, oh. <laughs> you see? Did you see that superhero movie? <laughs> that didn't make my list. You know. <laughs> And clearly they did a great job on that casting, <laughs> regardless <laughs> if the movie sucks ass, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, that's a good point. I I, <laughs> I generally hope it when they are announcing, I think Batman's a good example. I kind of wish they would stop casting people you know, like find some, I don't know, like some character where you don't, as a viewer, Go, and unknown. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. You know, oh, that dude's from Twilight, or what? You know, I want. I don't want any of that kind of pre-thought going into the movie. You know, right. Although I think you're given the attention to superhero movies and the budgets that these movies get, you're not going to get those movies made with like a no-name or like a that's true. Right? They've gotten like, so you just big now that have, it has to be. Yeah, to carry that, the opening. Like it has that to be like, time this has, is a huge deal. Gal Gadot was probably one of the last ones that you didn't hear of who became now she's a huge star though. So right. same thing with Hemsworth, uh a lot of these people. Why don't we get into those movie lists? So, we're talking our, we're going to talk about our top 10 <laughs> superhero movies. In this episode we're talking 10 through 6. Next episode, 5 through 1. The suspense already I can feel it. Um I led off the last time so I'm not leading off this time. Which one of you guys would like to lead off? Dave, go. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> uh, so you may you may veto my first picks. I'm not sure. Like I picked it thinking it's a no-brainer. Um I can't as far veto as it. well, I don't know. There's all these fucking remember, rules and shit. And these are your favorite ones, right? Like it's yeah. the, like they're your favorites. Doesn't matter. It's probably like the Rocketeer, though. That's probably why he's saying that. <laughs> it's the Lego Batman. I'm just kidding. No, it's <laughs> oh no, it's pretty funny, that one. Um Joker is my number 10. Joker's I your number really, 10 one. Yeah. I Have, love that movie. I thought, 
I was really looking forward to it when it, when they announced it and it was coming out and Joaquin Phoenix was cast. I was like, oh shit, this is going to be great. I met my expectation. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's, there's nothing necessarily about it that is like, well, A, it's a villain character, but there's no, even then there's no good versus evil. It's this Genesis story. I, I really enjoyed it as it fed into essentially my my favorite story arc universe just in general. So I really enjoyed it. Right. Have you, have you rewatched that movie since you've first seen it? I saw it twice on a plane. <laughs> I saw it once. <laughs> well, we see, watched we, we, it, didn't we? Yeah. Didn't I watch it with you? Yeah, so you've seen it. I've like, seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like legit three the times, and then, at least. And then I... Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I really like that movie. Um, but I don't know if I would ever go back to it. And I do feel like the hype that it got when it came out was like maybe a little, maybe a little much. Joaquin Phoenix's performance was like unbelievable. It was, he's incredible in that movie, but the movie itself, I'm kind of like, what are we doing here? I think (laughs) partially because I'm used to a certain Joker origin story. There are, I don't know, two or three that are sort of Batman canon, depending on where you, you know, kind of start the red, the red hood or whatever, whatever you want to do. But like, this was like, he's not a super genius. He's a very dangerous, mentally ill, dumb person, (laughs) which is like a real, real wild take on Joker for me. That, that is the one part I didn't like about it. He kind of like, he he doesn't do anything. He falls, yeah, yeah, he falls into being a, like a super genius. Like they just follow him because of his circumstance that when he happens to be on national TV, that's how they make it out at the end. Well, I don't know if I totally agree with that. He's not a genius from uh, having some crazy master plan that's based on the movie, but what kind of makes him so frightening is a, the pure definition of a psychopath and the fact that he's totally crazy. Right. Like that one scene, like the, the scene, I actually, I saw, I probably watched it a couple months, not that long ago, during quarantine and the scene where, um, I don't, I only know the, like the one lawyer guy from, from billions, whatever, like the, the, the community of clowns. Right. So like the tall fat guy and, and like the dwarf and they, and so the guy he doesn't like the guy he, uh, has a problem with (laughs) later on. So it's towards (laughs) the end of the movie and these, other clowns come over to basically kind of point out that there's been some violence and like police are out, whatever. And he ends up blowing the brains out of the larger <laughs> clown guy. And he's just so casual and doing whatever. And the dwarf clown is just, yeah, like totally terrified, beso- terrified and beside himself, like swear he's going to die. And Joaquin Phoenix is like, Oh no, you can go. And then he, he has to step over he has the to body open the door. and then he can't reach the doorknob <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. get out. That's great. Scene. You know? I could say maybe this will catapult him into being more of a, like now that he knows his potential, maybe this could be the impetus for him becoming like the guy we remember as being like the psychotic genius from the comics. Will they do a sequel to this and keep this universe together? I don't see that happening. I'd be surprised. I would be surprised. I would like too. to see him. Yeah. I would like to see that, like see him go into another movie as the Joker, but I doubt it'll happen. I don't know. We'll see. Like to me, the whole point of, of the movie was really just the 
his his sanity, which was already challenged in the first place, completely devolving where he had his connection with his mom, who he ends up choking out when she he basically claims, you know, she's a liar, to just essentially alert. giving up on I mean, come on, we can't do that. Like there's so many spoilers all over these episodes. I would think we're not like, yeah, blank. Don't spoiler. listen if you yeah. haven't seen uh, like, any it, comic. It, book it's movies. the downward <laughs> spiral into where he totally ends up at the end, where he's literally now completely insane. You know, and when you have, when you, I think it's hard to imagine someone that totally insane as to what they can and will do and fuck with. It's just, it's like a crazy thing. I don't know. So anyway, that's my number ten. He's like the psychopath that other psychopaths are scared of. <laughs> right? That's the, how I see the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Russ, you got to go next. All right, I'll go. So my 10 is... I have some chalk on my list, but this is going to be one that you guys are not, are not uh, on board, probably. is a uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. <laughs> so I really like this movie. I... Don't understand why it got like it bombed and like no one seems to have any good vibes about it. But I, I really like this movie. I love the fight scenes. Um, a, probably a big part of it is I love Michael Fosmender as Magneto. I think oh, yeah. he's amazing. And yeah, there's awesome. he has some like great scenes in this movie. There's like at least three amazing scenes with Fosmender in this. Uh, not the uh the, the part where he's like where gene goes i don't even know if you guys have seen it but but where gene goes it. to his island and he, they're like fighting they're vying for like power to like with that helicopter she's trying to crash it and he's trying to like save the people and then like end the fight scene where he's fighting those alien people it's fucking great plus i thought i thought the, i thought it was a good movie i thought the plot was good uh, oh, that's the ending uh, the, was the cool. Tr- the train where he, then he basically crushes the train car. Yeah, at the very end, the, the, all he they get blown all the way back in the last couple train cars, and as they're trying to come back, he like crushes it, and then as he turns around, he just like flings the whole train backwards. I, like, I love that. Up. With with you know, a, a quick little aside here because I mean, X Men I'm sure will be in other parts of our list, but with Magneto in particular, like there's moments where you feel like he's really having to use all his might to do some sort of bending of metal or whatever. And in that scene, he's just, it's very casual. Oh yeah. It's just like, almost like that oh, Darth yeah. Vader yep. scene at the end of rogue one or whatever, but hell movie that was where he just basically like the one moment you get to see him totally use his powers, you know, that's probably people love that. <laughs> I have no opinion of this movie. I, I heard Shocker. that it's bad. <laughs> so I didn't watch it. And then that's it. I have no, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I can really. It has it has a great Hans Zimmer score. Uh, the action is awesome. The acting is awesome. I th- I, I liked it. I like uh, the guy that plays Xavier. I think he's good. I like the guy. I like Beast. I, I like the whole thing. It was awesome, and I think it's a great. Like I like the other ones also, and this was like a good continuation from the Days of Future Past, which I think, or no, actually, Apocalypse was the one before that, which is not good. At all. That movie is very, very <laughs> bad. It's the only good part of that movie is the, is the flashback scene with Fozbender, actually, where his family gets killed. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty like fucked up scene. It is messed up. That's like the one good part of the movie and the rest of it's like dog shit. That was one I saw one time. I was like, well, I'm never dedicating another minute to this. So bad. <laughs> so, so bad. Uh, 
But, you know, I'm going to have a one or two on this list that probably no one likes, but I really shockingly love that movie. It's my number 10. I I appreciate <laughs> you guys. Uh, I, I mean, Joker just came out as an Oscar buzz movie. If, was it nominated yeah, for won. Best Picture? He, oh, won yeah, best, yeah. No, he won best, act, best Actor. He won Best Actor, right. Okay. Um, that's, you know, that's relatively recent. And, and Dark, uh, Dark Phoenix, critically panned. I, I'm prepared for you guys to quit the podcast with my list. Like, <laughs> mid-list. I, I think we, like, Russ and I probably already know. Like, I think we have a good sense of the There's type no of... way you're going to guess my number 10. All right, yeah, okay. There's, yeah, I, probably, I would have a hard movie. time. Try, if I tried to get Chris uh, guess his list, I, I'd probably do pretty poorly at it, except for I two of movies. I could get his that top have five. Goofy one-liners in them. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah well we've already talked about that on a drafting trip um my number 10 favorite comic book movie is batman returns <laughs> that came out in 1992 and here's why this movie is fucking crazy it is so campy it's <laughs> so much fun it is. and it came out i was like i don't know eight ten no i wasn't even ten like this movie is insane. It has Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito, Christopher Walken. Well, I mean, what else do you need? Every person is going for it so hard in this movie. Uh, directed by Tim Burton, so it looks insane. Danny Elfman music, so it sounds crazy. Ugh. Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> Calvin was trying to maybe fuck Penguin at some point. Like in a, he like is a so gross movie. in this movie. He is so vile. It looks yeah. disgusting. I haven't seen that movie since I saw it in probably in the theater when it was released. I don't remember anything about it. Oh my god! It takes place at Christmas. It's oh the, the whole gang is Christmas themed. It's it's fucking insane. I've seen this movie so many times. I love it. Paul Rubens is in a cameo as Penguin's father in a flashback. Like Pee Wee Herman, guys. It's fucking. <laughs> Great. I love this movie. Is that the guy from Propane? <laughs> uh, all right. All right. I don't know if you have much. I don't think you guys have very much to say about it. We can move on. But that's, that was, I felt uh, good not, about that. Not a, a fan, 10. but, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. This is like, Chris has always like a few nostalgic picks on This entire list is going to be, we get to Chris's pick. Chris is going to say... <laughs> Gumby Adventure number two. And we go, next. All right, Russ, you got it. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks, Chris. Anyway. Oh, shit. Oh, man. And my number one is Shazam. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually watched that on a play. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It was as worse as you could possibly imagine it being. Do a podcast just on Shazam. <laughs> Should we do shit movies? Like shit superhero sure. movies? That would be longer than this one. It longer than the longer double up. That would be fun, yeah. actually. I think the five worst. The five worst would be really fun. And I would do, I love to do a podcast of, of a watch through on one of them. Oh my God. Let's <laughs> make a short, a shortish one. Um that's my number 10. Dave. Moving on to, we're going to move on to your number nine now. All right. My number nine, Spider-Man 2. Okay. San Raimi, uh, Doc Ock. Come on, there were so many iconic moments in that particular movie. I don't know. I I love Spider-Man in general. I just, it's a, it's a super fun character. Um, That's a good one. This That's a good yeah, movie. Like the, I, Definitely this a good one movie. Of, of the of 
of those that were released at that particular time, I think was my favorite. So the first one was Greenland was was um, Green Lantern. Was, um, <laughs> the <What>? Goblin. <laughs> Two was Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Three was Venom. Right with some of those horrible. <laughs> I like one and two. One and yeah. two are good though. Yeah, and yeah. two's universally thought of as the best of of that bunch. Yeah. So there you I go. That's com- my number nine. I completely, I completely forgot about this movie. <laughs> but I, but I really like it. I'm, I feel bad having like neglected it from my list. I remember walking out of that movie going, "That was awesome." The end of that movie is so exciting. Yeah, um, it is. Alpha, Alpha Molina is like perfect as Doc Ock. Like yeah, totally. that movie is very, very, very good. I, I haven't rewatched it much, but right. I that might be a glaring miss on on my part for my list because it's not on my list. But that's a really that's a really good call. I don't particularly love Spider Man in general. I think he's fine. Um, I think when the movie when it comes to the movies, it really depends on the guy that you get. I'm not sure that um, Toby. Tobey Maguire was like the right guy. I never saw the Andrew Garfield ones. Like I don't know. Don't bother. Tom, uh, what's his name is is pretty good in it. He should talk in a British accent though. Hello, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> How are you today? Uh. Are you are you doing? It's me, Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm swinging over here and over here. Are you swinging over here, right? Have you seen him swing over there? Yeah? <laughs> you see those bank robbers? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mary Jane, she's not mugged me off, eh? Come here, you wanker! <laughs> you like grabs them? Um, good number. So wait, Dave, that was your number nine. It's a good number nine. Two? I believe. Okay. You know what I like about that is uh, Doc Ock to me is more. He's more like a Thanos type character. He thinks he's he's not evil, quote unquote. He's and then he has like kind of a redemption at the end. Um, misunderstood. So he, he's he's like a more realistic villain. He's not just like I will destroy everyone because I'm evil. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, good. <laughs> if, if that movie exists, I probably like it. But <laughs> uh, okay, that was Dave's number nine. Russ, what is your number nine movie? Here's another one that will probably get some eye rolls, uh, but I I don't care. Uh, it's the Incredible Hulk. Oh, that's the that's one my number with, nine. Um, the one with Edward Ed Norton? Norton. Ed Norton. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the one where, like, he basically bailed on the movie after it was done and complete? And yes. it was going to be, like, in publicity, he's well, like, something got screwy. Oh, I or... don't know. I don't know. I take it back. The The rumor I heard is, uh, you know, they were thinking about putting him in Avengers because it came out before that. But basically, like, he's known as being very hard to work with in Hollywood. And I, they basically were like, no, nah, fuck him. We're just going to get somebody else. <laughs> okay. Which is disappointing, but whatever. I, I think this movie is really good. Uh, it, it's another one that nobody seems to like except me, but I just think the plot, the story, everything is good in it. I couldn't tell you what happens. Like I couldn't tell you the plot of that movie, but I remember the fight at the end between Hulk and like abomination, not ab- is yeah. It abomination. Yeah, and abomination. That like, is that Tim Roth? Tim Roth. Yep. Yeah, like they both look really cool, and I thought the fight was fun, but I don't yeah. remember how they even get there in the first place. Like I have no memory of this. And that's where you get introduced to uh, Thunderbolt Ross, which is like, uh, what's the name of the girl in the movie? Uh, shit, I should know, but 
it's a, that's your, her dad. <laughs> and, you know, they were an item. Him and uh, Bruce Banner were an item. But the part I always remember about the movie is that, remember the scene where they're in that, on the col- in the college and there's this big field and, like, the military swoop in and try to, like, tear gas him and he's trying to hold back, like, he doesn't want to change, but then he, like, of course, changes into the Hulk and they have this huge battle and they use these like sound machines on him, and he's like fighting through it. I always like that scene was like really cool to me. Well, my question to you is if Ed Norton was in the Avengers and as controlling as he is, would he have allowed smart Hulk to happen? <laughs> like probably. I mean, yeah, well, it's a billion dollar franchise. Every movie's a billion dollars. Ed Norton's not going to get away with that. I think he's more believable as like a nerdy scientist guy, which that's really what Bruce Banner is. And I, I think he's more believable as that kind of guy than uh, what's his nuts that ended Mark up Ruffalo? being the Hulk. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good point. I don't think Mark, Mark Ruffalo is great at like I'm a I'm a geeky scientist guy. He's like too emotional, and he's too like earnest and thoughtful. And like he Mark Ruffalo is a great actor. Go everyone go watch Zodiac. But like I don't know. Yeah, that, I think I think you have a good point there. And I, I think the writers actually of the Avengers movies kind of saw that. That's why you you don't see him in the lab as much as you would think. Like he's in it in Avengers a bit. You know when they're trying to figure stuff out and. In Ultron Age of too, Ultron, I think, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess they jointly fuck up and create Ultron, but I don't know. I, yeah. I I like this movie a lot. It's not on the level of like the ones that would be my top five, but it's a good movie, right? Uh, awesome. Are you okay? So I'll do my number nine. Um, it's in. I think we've discussed these before. In that. We've talked about what are our favorite Marvel movies, and I put this pretty high. But in looking at this list and related related to some other superhero movies, it actually kind of moved down the list a little bit for me. Um, but my number nine is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. I would have guaranteed that was in your top five. So I, I I said earlier I would have predicted your top five. I'm already wrong. So right, right, which I think is based on a conversation that we've had about these movies before. Right. I, I I really really like this movie. Um, but I have rewatched it in the past year and I'm like, I don't, it's not as funny as I remember it being. I don't want to, I don't want to neg this movie. Like it's, it's super fun. It almost doesn't exist in the Marvel universe. I'd never heard of any of these characters before. Uh, at the time when I first saw this, I was deep into parks and recreation. So I was very into <laughs> all of Chris Pratt stuff. Um, You're deep into Chris Pratt. I was, yeah, that's right. I was about this deep into Chris Pratt. Elbow deep into Chris Pratt. And, uh, I think he's really charismatic and fun in this movie. Um, Dave Bautista, they, he's okay in this, and he gets really good in the later stuff, especially like the Avengers movies that they're in. Um, he just becomes like comic relief the whole time. Um, but... I think what's knocking this down for me is Russ, you mentioned this before the bad guy in this, whose name actually at the moment, I can't remember. Um, Lee Pace plays him. He's the bad guy's like, oh, I'm evil. <laughs> and there's nothing else about him. That's Ronan the accuser. Ronan the accuser. That's right. <laughs> He's like not interesting as a villain. Um, now I know both of you are going to say, but Chris, what about that dance off at the end of the movie? 
and I'll agree with you. It's very <laughs> stupid, and I don't really like it that much. I actually got out of my chair I, when that I happened. I have to say, if that, if that scene wasn't in it, that scene, regardless of what, what are you doing, good or bad in the past, like that scene, even if Russ thought it was the best movie ever and got to that scene, it all it immediately deleted from any list that he made. Like, <laughs> you guys hate having fun so much. It's insane. <laughs> you hate having fun. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. People should know that going in, like. I hate having fun. So any movie that I put on my list, you probably shouldn't watch. Yeah. Cause yeah. they're not fun. They're if very, you care about having serious. fun. Just ignore Russ's opinion about things. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the antithesis of a good comic book movie to me. <laughs> I hate it so much, which I know I'm, is not in the majority of the opinion of the world, but. Why do you hate it? Besides the dance movie, the dance part, why do you hate this movie? Well, like, like you can say, like, if you, if you, I'm not blowing my load totally, but <laughs> like, it, The Dark Knight is one of my top movies. Could there any, be any other comic movie less like that than this? <laughs> Green Lantern? I don't know. <laughs> Shazam has to be the opposite of The Dark Knight. <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't see that. I saw the trailer. I was like, no, you did no. say you saw 99.9% <laughs> of all comics. So I did. That's the that's one the point you one, haven't seen. Point zero one. There's like two, there's like literally only three Polly I haven't seen. And they're all like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, the movie that will not be on this list is the volume two. That movie really? is straight garbage. Oh, I thought it was going to be like your top five or something. Go- that movie is so bad. It's wow! It's, it's so disappointing. That's what you Kurt know. Russell. I didn't see. I didn't see that. Yeah, his father is like this um, universe swallowing organism, what? eternal, basically. <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, dude. It's it's not good. Holy fuck! No, no, no. No. There's, there's only out of the three, I could name three now, and that's one of them. Volume mm-hmm. two, I never watched. No, it's it. After that dance scene, I was out. I'm like, no, I don't particularly sorry. care for that. Well. That's the old number nine for me. We're, we're moving along. We're moving along. We're cruising. Um, number eight for me uh, might be higher up presume, on your guys' list, but is it 2003 X2? X-Men 2. I, this, for, ah. I love that movie. And, um, well, so good. certainly I've saw, I've, I've, you know, I've saw a lot of superhero movies prior to that. Like to me, this is one of these pivotal transitional moments to kind of this modern age superhero type with the money invested in CGI and what, and, and the actor develop, you know, like then you start really remembering these different actors that are, they're in these movies and then we're going to be for a long time. Just awesome. 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 17 movie. years, huh? Wow. That's Isn't fucking that crazy. crazy. I remember that movie very well. Cause it, it, that's a, it's a really cool movie. It, it, it brought all the promise of the first one to fruition. You know, like the first one was pretty cool. You know, it was, you know, it was kind of the first time. I mean, as a comic fan, X-Men has always been like one of the most popular comics uh, for many, many, many years since like, I want to say the seventies, at least it's when it kind of introduced this new team. Like in the beginning, it was like, if you've seen first class, 
it's all these guys like Beast and Marvel Girl and uh and then this new creative team came in and they created like all these characters like Colossus, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, all the cool ones. And that's what they have are in, are in these movies. And that was like, you know, it has the whole Wolverine origin in it. And, and that part too, though, like it, it, this is something I like in a lot of books and fantasy books that I read where there is this some, some sort of, process or thing that happens to the character that is painful or horrifying or whatever but kind of makes them like or turns them into what they become or whatever it's like this transitional moment you know where they become kind of who they're going to be is cool yeah i i agree with everything you guys said about the movie i i love this movie i think this movie is fantastic for all the reasons dave you said in terms of um well, the characters and, the th- and what you guys said about like building up the stuff from the first movie. The first one I think is, was cool and it was very of its time. It looks a little dated now, It is, a but it was, now. but it was like the first, I think it was the first superhero movie to kind of pull it back a little bit um, and get people thinking more about superhero movies in general. Right. And I think that the X-Men movies, those first say, we'll say the first three, but like the third one's garbage. Um, they they kind of like I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Oh my god, that was, <laughs> that was, that was a tro- I sh- I think I shouted in the movie theater when I heard it. I was so angry. You can't make it up. That was so bad. But like these got people kind of primed for what became the past like eleven years of movie, twelve years of movies now, right? Um. Yeah, I, I feel like these kind of these three movies, particularly X one and X two, like get a little forgotten in like the in getting swept up in all this stuff. But the second one is it's it's emotional. It is very deep. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on with Wolverine, and then um, fucking the guy from um that HBO show. He does the McDonald's commercials now. Talking about Stryker, the guy who's yeah, like Stryker, Stryker, that the guy. bad guy. Who- yeah, but like he's doing what he's doing because of his son who he loves. Like it, right. it's, it's, all, it's like really serious. And I'm like, oh yeah, man, that's this pretty. Is great. That's like pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like that whole part, the the way he like yeah he uses he's basically, he's basically using his son to like yeah it's pretty it's pretty messed up. But uh, I agree, this is an excellent choice. I'm actually surprised it's not a little bit higher, which makes me curious, what's on the rest of your list? <laughs> so it's, it's me, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So my number eight, this is probably this might be one that you guys think would be higher, but it's Avengers, Avengers one, the first one. Yes. Okay. I mean, this is this was this was. I remember going to see this in the theater. I think I was with Dave actually, and I think both of us like blown away how good it was. <laughs> to mm-hmm. the team movies in general are not easy to do. Like to me, this is Joss Whedon's like greatest co- accomplishment. Like making this a good movie that's cool and it has like moments for every character. I mean, still the best moment is when fucking the Hulk punches the punches Thor <laughs> when he like crashed that giant monster and it comes to arrest. Punches and, Thor. Yes, they're just, like standing on top of the monster and. They're both and Thor's kind of like, oh hell yeah, and just out of the blue, the whole punch punches him off screen, and he like laughs. <laughs> it's such a great moment. I love this movie. I think it's great. And you know why I love it the most though? 
So for in the comics for a long time before this, Iron Man was always made out to be like this like douchebag kind of the way he was portrayed in like Civil War. And in this movie, he's the hero. Like he saves the day. And I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I like it. I, I think the ending is fantastic. You love Iron Man so well, hard. Plus the shawarma. Shawarma scene is funny. That, that I like is the shawarma funny. scene. Yes, the uh, the, the best funny. the best after credit scene of all time, bar none. <laughs> if nobody's seen it, it's literally just them sitting in the shawarma restaurant. No one's speaking; they're just chewing, and someone's like sweeping up in the background. Yeah, there's like rubble everywhere <laughs> around them. Yes, it's amazing. Because yeah. a lot of those like end of credit scenes have whether it's transition to this. I can't remember if if it was happening prior to that, where it was like the sneak peek about of the villain to come or whatever. Yeah. And this was just like them eating. <laughs> there was nothing about yes, it. It's awesome. so great. <laughs> there's no, there's no Thanos. There's no Thanos post credits or mid credit sequence in the first Avengers. You know, um, the first reference of Thanos I thought was after the second one where Loki is like brought to the random planet. And you don't really see what's going on. You just see kind of like the purple hand or something. Yeah, isn't that is that during the movie? Oh, is or it? Or is it after? I that one I can't remember because I know what you're talking about. He's like kind of sh- he's you can't really see him too well, but you can. Right. And he's he's trying to have an audience with Thanos. Right. And they're like on some other like moon or planet or something. And I, I I'm failing to remember what exactly that's from. I thought it was an end credit scene or I don't yeah know. just what yeah. movie though we'll have our we'll have our research department look that one up i'm curious to see if this guy come, makes your guys list so but i love that movie avengers number eight for me that's your number eight okay my number eight is captain america civil war i think this movie is again like a really good time it's kind of dark and heavy in the first half first three quarters of the movie um, you have that that conflict between Cap and Iron Man, like really bubble over. Um, I remember reading this particular graphic novel and being really curious, like how they were going to execute it in the movie. Um, the graphic novel has like a billion more characters involved. Um, yeah, mostly a lot of no name characters. A lot of no name characters. That's true. That's true. And I think something happens to Spider Man in it. It's like not bad. It's been a long time since I read it. That's not good, rather. Um, a long time since I read it, but. Uh, this movie is, I remember being like riveted the first time I saw this. I think that the airplane hangar or the airplane tarmac fight is, again, like incredibly fun to watch. Uh, Black Panther is, he he shows up. Spider-Man time, shows up. Yeah, first yeah, time ever. For both of them. Um, like Tony goes and recruits um, Peter Parker in this. Like so much happens in this movie that ends up setting up like, or at least, Get that gets referenced like later on in the Marvel movies that I, I think is really, really cool. Um, and then the fight at the very end between uh, Iron Man, Captain America, and Winter Soldier is so, it's like such an emotional fight scene. Yeah, uh, agreed. Yeah, it's really, really cool. I, I think that's, I think the way that ends is awesome. I think th- they um, did a great job of making them out, like showing, like, because they were like really great. They were actually like super good friends before that. Exactly. And it, they're like both kind of crushed by what they're what happens. What they have to do. Like, yeah, they they both at moments could have killed the other person. Like, ease they could have done it. Like, almost they almost were pulling punches, right? Like 
yeah. because they were friends. Um, and I remember watching that being like, whoa, this is really serious. All right. Yeah. This is a movie that I thought I was going to hate, but I ended up liking. Mainly because of that scene that you mentioned when they fight. Yeah. And he like tells them to leave the shield at the end and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty good. So I'll just roll right in into, into where are we at? Seven, right? We're um, at seven. We might need to do a, a little uh, pace picking up. Seven. Yeah, here we go. Well, I'll be quick. Not a lot of details because it's all right. For, it, the movie is Captain America, the first Avenger. And I probably, the Cap, Captain America, just in general, as he's progressed from there through the last Avenger movie is I really, I liked how, where he ended up. Like I ended up really liking him more and more as time went on. And I'm also a sucker for, for like Genesis storyline arcs. I just love it. I, you know, and I mean, come on, like you had this scrawny dude, you know, whatever trend, you know, most people don't like that, but Dave likes it. I do. I love it. I love that. It's like this nobody who, turns into somebody type of thing. It's really kind of cool. I really enjoyed it. I mean, there's many parts that are corny. Um, there's, you know, the World War II aspect of it. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to be simple. Not a lot to say, to say about it, but I really enjoyed it. Okay. Interesting. I didn't like this movie, but on to my number seven. Oh, good. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why didn't you like this movie? I just, I never thought it was that great of a movie. Uh, I thought the action, like the the whole thing with Red Skull was lame and his whole like sacrifice was like, it wasn't, it didn't have the emotional impact that some of these other movies have delivered on. Plus, it's probably more to do the fact that I always thought Cap was a lame character. Uh, Just never, I don't think he's cool. I I just, I think he, he was one of these guys that I always tell Dave, like, if they're actually in the battle, like yeah. say the battle at the end of Endgame, say if he didn't have his hammer, <laughs> like him, Scarlet Witch, no, well, not Scarlet. So, like Cap. No, she's like intensely powerful. There's there's certain characters that would just get like cut in half in like the first twenty seconds of the fight. <laughs> see, see, you do this all the time, Russ. You do this. I'm, so I'm actually fake. gonna like pick a bone with you on this one. No, you do this all the time. Like you're like, okay, <laughs> you um, because it's not believable. Black Widow, Hawkeye, yes, Black Widow is number whatever. one. These people on that, that would get destroyed. She'd jump up in the air, and then all of a sudden, her head would be missing. She'd fall to the ground. Come on. <laughs> And then Batman would equally be destroyed by what? You're right. Dark side or he whatever. He doesn't belong so in the Justice It's like your favorite, right. you know, and then you like blast the others. <laughs> I, I agree with blasting some of those characters mostly because they're stupid or whatever. But on the premise of just because they would get chopped in half by Thanos or whatever. I don't know. There's a little bit of hypocrisy there. A little bit. No. He's got you there. <laughs> no, and it honestly, Batman would have to wear. Remember the armor from like Batman versus Superman. He'd have to wear that like all the time, <laughs> right? To be able to survive anything, throw out the regular bat suit and just yeah. Wear so and like, Concrete. the only the good thing they did in the in the movies was like uh, the original Black Panther had like just like a cotton outfit on. 
in the comment in the movies at least they give him this vibranium suit <laughs> which absorbs like impact otherwise he'd be dead too uh yeah there's just, uh, he's another one that i know he has the super soldier serum but he he literally doesn't have any other power other than being like enhanced he's an enhanced human but he is not invulnerable he has no invulnerability to his powers his superpower is integrity uh, yes <laughs> Yep, he's like the leader, basically. That, he, right. but he's also lame as hell. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I I agree with Dave. I like I kind of this movie is not gonna make my uh, top ten list, but I I do enjoy it. I think I think Captain America gets better throughout the course of those however many movies, uh, and by the end, I'm I'm super super in on him. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the Red Skull portion of the first Captain America movie is pretty weak like he's just not like that compelling a villain and you get into the hydra stuff and i I think hydra is like i find that like a little confusing and sort of boring in general i don't know um but the character of captain america i love i love the period piece i also enjoy the world war ii part of it um and uh asian carter hard to say no Mm -hmm. okay all right this way this actually was high on some list i found on the internet and i was like dumbfounded i'm like what what what? Uh, okay. <laughs> no, like I, when when this list is all said and done, I I have I, we need to bring that back up about these lists that are on the internet. Like they're a okay. fucking oh. disaster. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the close. That's the closer for the the second yeah. episode. What's your number seven? My Ross? seven is uh, speaking of Batman versus Superman. <laughs> I love this movie. I think it's one of the best supermoves ever. Contrary to popular belief, but I love it. I think it's so I think the action scenes and everything are fucking amazing. There is a <laughs> lot about that movie I like. A lot. I Wonder Woman being a big part. Of it. Yeah. But but fucking Lex Luthor in that movie is so unwatchable to me. There's a lot that I like. There's, but every time he talks, or what? It's oh my god, I can't even. Yeah, take he's it. not great. It's the it's the worst depiction of Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is the villain in this movie, right? Like, <laughs> yes, yes, he's it's true. Horrific. <laughs> he's so easily overlooked for me. Uh, yeah, I do love the part when he blow he he creates that like dummy to like blow him up inside of like the state house or the the senate or whatever they are having that hearing. That was awesome. That's pretty cool. And he makes the senator drink pee or whatever. Yeah. What is it? Grandma's peach tea or yeah. piss. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it blows up. And like that scene where like everyone's dead and like Superman is just like standing there. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> and I love I love the whole end fight scene. Yeah, no, I I like that too. I I liked the fight scene versus what Apocalypse, right at the end, um, where the three of them team up. I thought that was really well done. It's Doomsday, God, Doomsday, Jesus. I'm sorry. There's a lot about the movie that I really liked, but just I just can't get over Lex in that movie. I can't. I I agree. I, I think the fight scene is it's really cool. I think it goes on a really long time. If I remember like, do they just keep fighting? I feel like that's inherent in any movie that's uh, Superman is in. Um, 
I don't like this movie. You got Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> you got he's Jesse he's Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. It's, that whole training scene where he's like, remember when he's like refining the the kryptonite and he's like training. Love it. Well, hold on, but Russ is is that particular scene? You've mentioned that that's like part of the movie a couple of times. Is there something about the comics that that like or like when Batman's there, training there for is, something? There is ties. Prepping? Yeah, there's ties to that because he, the thing about Batman is he always has a contingency plan. Like it, there is one very famous comic where the the Justice League finds his files somehow. He has like a file on how to kill all of the other members of the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's yeah. just his, that's just Batman, and this is part of it. Like he he blames that whole thing happened with Zod in the first Superman movie on Superman, and he thinks he's like this like extinction level threat to to the Earth. So he creates this whole way to try yeah. to kill him. I think that's very realistic. Like he creates all these like gas bombs and like this the scepter like the spear that has the kryptonite spear which is cool which he's well he ends I, up using to kill no this Doomsday. is a really good a really good point because there is no other soup classified superhero like what other superhero actually has to work out to be strong like prepare <laughs> for a fight like get ready be like study everyone just shows fucking up like here i am i'm yeah. super fast or whatever the hell you know he actually has to prep for everything you know he's the best character <laughs> he just is he's not my favorite but he is the best he is the best comic book character of all time i think affleck actually captured it pretty well here and i like uh jeremy irons as alfred too the only problem i have with this movie is it it's it's like the opposite of one of the best scenes of the nolan movies where batman is literally like annihilating people i'm like this is 100 wrong it goes against every every fiber of the actual character the part where he's like has these gatling guns on his plane he's like <laughs> blowing people away i'm like first of all he doesn't use guns that's one of the main things of it and the other main thing is he doesn't kill and like Batman is like annihilate. He's like blowing holes in people. Like through that whole scene where he <laughs> saves Mark, he saves like Superman's mom. He's like killing everyone. So that part is the one problem I have with it, but I overlook it because I like the rest of it. Oh, but when oh gosh, the fight, when he's going to save, you know, when he's saving his, I, just what you described, what he can't do. Those fights are so fucking good. Like, Busting his hands through a wall and just yeah, it's so great. It's fun. Yeah, that remember remember the trailer when it came out and they showed that clip. He yeah. busts, he's like takes this guy and like bashes his head <laughs> in the ground. He like annihilates <laughs> this other guy. That fight scene is cool. That fight scene yeah. I remember being very cool. Um, yeah, I hate, I, that movie sucks. Okay, my number six is. <laughs> is this seven or six? Uh, this is seven. This is my seven. Um, you will probably be like, why is this movie so low? And let me tell you, I, I I tossed it around a bunch of times, but my number seven is a Dark Knight. <laughs> Russ just fell off his chair. Russ passed out when I said that. Hang on, get the smelling salts. All right, can I? Can I? Can I, I Chris, I'm going to 
I'm going to impersonate you and, and say why it fell so far down on your list. Is that it just kept going and going and then the moving <laughs> wouldn't end. <laughs> it's 30 minutes longer than it needs to be. Right. Guys, I said the Dark Knight, right? The Joker, right? With Heath yeah. Ledger. This movie is fantastic. Uh, yeah. I love I love this movie. This is not like, oh, it's number six shittiest, seven shittiest <laughs> yeah. movie. I love this movie. It's not Batman or Superman. Yeah, it's not a piece I like of it. shit like that. Or fucking I actually whatever. like this one. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is, su- I, I, I like Christopher Nolan movies. I think this one's very good. I think the whole movie revolves around Heath Ledger's electricity as the Joker. Obviously, you know, Christian Bale is, is good. He's a very good Batman. Um, I think the scene where he goes to uh, Tokyo, is it Tokyo or China? Hong Kong? I don't, I can't remember. I love this movie so much. I, I want to say Hong Kong. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's China. Where he goes to like extract the guy and bring him back. Right. That yeah. scene is That's awesome. So That's so cool. And then like the next scene is him like tied up outside the police precinct. <laughs> um, but like every time I watch this, I really only want to watch the scenes that Heath Ledger is in. The opening, the opening bank robbery scene, the scene, uh, the one where he talks to the whole, like all the different gangs when he breaks into the party, uh, him and Harvey Dent at the hospital. Like that scene is unbelievably good. <laughs> but the rest of the movie, I would say this is why it's only seven. Like I think the rest of it is fine. I think it's very good, but like it doesn't do as much for me as like those particular scenes do. And I wish it was kind of just, just a Joker movie, really. When he's walking away from the hospital. Oh, he's like playing with the remote uh, explosive. Like, that's yeah, like, he's like, why isn't this incredible? That oh is so good. I love it. But again, it's Heath Ledger's performance. And then he as skips, like skips away, like whoa, shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he's wearing a nurse uniform <laughs> that puts it over the top. I I have no doubt this movie is in each of your top threes. So I'll get this out now. All right. I mean, at least it made your. Top seven. <laughs> Asshole. At least. <laughs> I can't wait to see what your this top is, six this is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, we're on six. Shit. Okay, so this is the last one for this episode. We're going to say our, our number right. six movies. That's right. And then we'll close it out in the next episode. But this, this is a big drum roll I'm going to say my number six. I'm going to say number six, and I'm going to let Russ talk about it. Great, sounds good. Because because he's gonna have a similar reaction to to what what we just did with you and Uh-oh. your pick. But my no, my number six oh, is, I know what is, it is, is Iron Man one. What? <laughs> I, at least at least your reaction is that like oh this should be higher. Like <sighs> yeah. that's like what not why is it on your list? All right, so it me following through on my some of my favorite movies being like the starting movie of a character. A, you're introducing the best casting of, of any of these characters probably out there. So it's, a, and how basically um, earlier we talked about the idea of having to go through a struggle, right? Having to go through some sort of moment to be kind of become who you are. Right. And so you have Tony Stark, eccentric billionaire, actually, captured and having to use his own brain and power, like building fucking armor out of scraps in a cave, like it's fucking bananas, you know, and coming out of that and, and the final result of that particular thing that he made 
looks like he made it sitting in a cave somewhere, you know? Um, yeah, it's not unrealistic. It's just like right. soldered together metal. You know, and, and so like the, that entire movie focused in on like Tony Stark's superpower is that he's a fucking brilliant inventor, scientist, creator, whatever the fuck, you know? So I just, I, 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 I really, 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 really love this movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, and it's fucking Iron Man. So, and then Russ could elaborate for 45 minutes easily on this, but yeah, yeah. Russ is well, saving his rundown on the movie for the next episode. <laughs> I have a feeling. Uh, I mean, specifically, I'll just, I'll mention something to Dave's point. Like there's that one scene with Obadiah Stane where he's the one, remember he had, he's trying to make all of his, uh, that's his name. He's a, uh, he has all his like scientists trying to work, <laughs> trying to work to create the arc reactor. The same thing that like, you know, Tony right. created. And they're like, he's like, Tony Stark created in a, in a cave with scraps. And the guy's like, we're not Tony Stark. Right. <laughs> I don't like Iron Man. There you go. Friendship. Oh over. my God. Making enemies podcast. <laughs> no, you don't like Iron Man one. Uh, I guess I, I do. I, saw maybe twice. I think he's saying he doesn't like Iron Man period. I like Iron Friend- Man, the character friendship I over. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care for him or about him that much. And I it's probably mostly due to Robert Downey Jr. Um, who I don't just, just too smug for me. I don't, it's not for me. Um, I think the less I get of him throughout the movies, the more I like. So for example, the Avenger, all of the team up movies, I, I don't mind him. I like the great. I need like five minutes at a time with Tony Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. But like, <laughs> this just shows <laughs> like, for, he, not for Chris me. has guardians of the galaxy and I have like, you know, and he doesn't like Iron Man. That's just like a, an example of, <laughs> How we don't agree on anything. There you go. Okay. Right. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I have to tell you, he, he did play up the smugness a little too much in these movies. He's a lot. I mean, he's not quite that much of a dick bag in the, in the comics. I imagine he's not. I expect that, no. that it's RDJ is like bringing that to the character. Right. And like amping it up to a, a fucking million every time. He's basically like what you'd expect of like, you know, he grew up rich. He's a genius. So he is like kind of like, you know, born with a silver spoon. He's super smart. But the whole point is like, you know, he's basically like risking his life on a daily basis for like people for like the average Joe. So he's obviously a good guy, but he's not an everyman. But he's not as quite as smug and like dick bag kind of like dialogue that they have in these movies, which I actually don't have a problem with. He pretty much captures it pretty as good as I could hope for. Yeah. But he is definitely not like in the comics. He's not always like, like smacking down people <laughs> stuff and he, like he is in the movies talking shit the entire time. Right. Right. I still like it though. All right, Dave, sorry, you had Iron Man 1. I'm just keeping track here on my notes. So yeah, we have, no, good. We have a, a record of this. I was writing it down, too. Good. Um, So I'm next, right? My Correct. number six? Yeah. So I feel bad kind of putting this so low, but it's not really low. It's number six ever for comic book movies. It's uh, Avengers Infinity War. 
I think that's a, I mean, I, I've watched that movie a lot. I've probably watched it like five or six times and it, it's like a long ass movie. So yeah, I was pretty impressed about how good, how well they pulled this off. I mean, to me, it's the, it's the superior movie of that in Endgame. Although I still like Endgame, but Infinity War kind of blew me away with the whole. And Thanos is such a good character, such a good villain. Which you know, almost never see in any movie. <laughs> so, Especially not Marvel movies, right? Up to that point, they've been right. pretty pretty pathetic in the villain department. I could, Dave, re- I could rewatch that particular scene where Thor, Groot, and whatever fucking port down and Thor just, just annihilates <laughs> people for fucking five minutes. Like I, I, I watch it and I hit rewind and I watch it again. You get <laughs> so amped up watching that scene. Oh God. So good. Yeah. Uh, I, I completely agree with you. I think this movie is great. Um, I like that you've had, you know, throughout this, what came out, this came out in 2018. So for like 10 straight years, you had a movie about the hero in that, in that movie or whatever. He was a star. Um, this movie is a Thanos movie. Like it's the only like one that's about a villain. Really, they spend they spend time with flashbacks, and you spend a lot of time with Thanos, and you really understand him. And like they make him such a compelling character. He has such a good backstory. His motive is not one of like like Ronan the Accuser. It's still like I want to have all this power. Like not all this power, but like the the reasons he's doing. He has a reason for the things he's doing, and it's like a very specific one. He really not, like, believes I in his be- cause. Exactly. He believes in a cause versus like, I want to control everyone. Um, I like it because it, 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 it's dark. You mm-hmm. people die. It is. There are actual stakes for the first time. Um, it's like a mega team up movie, which is great for me. Um, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I, I, I also, I really like this movie. I am, I'm surprised this isn't a little bit higher. So I'm interested to see what your remaining movies are. Like speaking to Chris's point, like the whole scene on Titan where he he's basically explaining to the other guys like why, like, you know, and he shows them he because he has like, you know, one of his power stones. He shows them like how his home was before. He's like, I told them to do this and this and they didn't. And then he like, this is what happened. Like, yeah. And that he's basically explaining why he's doing what he's doing. It's not because he's like, I want to rule the world and the universe. Right. <laughs> and get all the chicks. Isn't that underlying all of the movie, all of the villains that we're talking about, like to get chicks? Like they just <laughs> want to get them. They're just trying to get them. They can't play guitar, so they have to become a super villain. Their hands are way too big. <laughs> yeah, Thanos has like ham hands. Huge. He can't hands. play guitar. What's he get? What kind of guitar is he gonna play? Come on, Telecaster. Come on, <laughs> Dave's Telecaster. Exactly mine. Yeah. I'll sell it to him. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get rid of it. So. It's a near. It's a near perfect movie. Like to me, my number top six come out are almost like perfect movies to me. Dead even. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um. Okay. Then I will close it out with number six. Been talking a while. We've been talking a while. Um, my number six is X2. And we already talked about this movie. Um, kind of said it before. I'm not sure I have that much more to add beyond what we discussed before. I think this movie is the... I think this movie is the best X-Men movie. Period. 
Um, no, I'm not. I'm. Not, yeah, I've had a feeling. I had, I had a feeling that was going to happen. <laughs> um, there's, it. It's again. It's it's really dramatic. It's really heavy. It's it's very serious. You get to spend a lot of time with Wolverine. They really figured out like, oh, Hugh Jackman is great in this. We need to spend a lot of time with him. Um, you get to see his origin story. Check for Dave. You get to see, you know, like all of these people kind of come out the relationship with like Cyclops and Jean Grey and Wolverine. Like that love triangle is like in there and that's really fun to kind of be in part of. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just a huge, huge, huge fan of X2 and I wish it got a little more play, but that's my number six movie. Two comments is it, now that we've been going through this process, I'm like, I should have put this higher up on my list. Like I had, I had it too far down. Like I, yeah, it's, it's an awesome movie. Too Sorry. Late. This is set in the, stone now. Well, okay, fine. And the one, the one X-Men character that I, despise and this in this particular movie and in the early generation of this did a good job of 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 reinforcing um is cyclops that douchebag (laughs) moron guy he's a fucking horrible stay away from my girl (laughs) he's he's so good as cyclops he's so perfect (laughs) yeah he kind of is because like that's kind of cyclops's character he's kind of like a dick he's like a goody two-shoes kind of like dick and that's that's James Martin in in a nutshell. Right. right. <laughs> He's likable. Come on. He's good on 30 Rock. I have to my comment about this movie is I <laughs> this could be my comic book nerddom coming out, but like, like so in the comics, Wolverine has this like ridiculous hairdo. Oh yeah. Where he has like these huge mutton like chops coming down, and then he has this like like V haircut. <laughs> which is like crazy big in the comics. And in this movie, the part where he goes to Alkali Lake and he first walks through, like, like snow is falling and he like walks around the corner and his hair is like in this like V haircut. <laughs> I actually was like, <laughs> I was like, this is why they don't do stuff that's in the comics in the movies because it looks ridiculous. <laughs> and that was the, like the last time you saw that. Whoops. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, not good. Oh my god! Good thing he wasn't like five foot one, like he is in the comics. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Shrink him down. Yeah, it's a great movie. I mean, fantastic. We did it, guys. We did it. We got through the first half of our movies, and I think we did it in uh, in pretty good time. Not bad. An hour. Not 20. bad. I mean, that's a lot of content. That's a lot of content. Yeah, you're welcome, everyone. We did it for you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so you have five. Uh, there's five. Wait, five through one next, and then I'm. I'd be curious of of, of the honorable mentions because I, oh. I, I for me. How many should we have? Because I have one already. I have Maybe two. I have two now. Actually, I'd have to think now. Okay. Well, let's do that. Next episode, please, please tune in. Please, please come. Don't back. you want to know? Don't you want to know what we missed? Come on, what else are you doing? You're home. Chris already had all his, all the good movies in his top six. So yeah, come listen yeah. to my shit top five, everybody. <laughs> Batman one. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you. We'll talk to you guys. We'll, I don't want to talk to you guys. I'll talk to you guys later. I'll, we'll We're doing the next one naked, so tune in. Completely nude. Enjoy it. 
nude. Say goodbye, Dave. Bye. Bye.